What's up, guys? Welcome back to Babe and the Braids podcast. I'm Allison, the Babe. And I am Isaac, the Braids. The Beast, too, but mainly the Braids. I don't think that was in our intro in the first two, so. Well, just letting everybody know that I am a beast. But today we are talking about the very interesting topic that is introducing your boyfriend, specifically your black braided boyfriend, to white, in your case, your white parents. Mm-hmm. And My parents are white, yes. No doubt. I mean, they definitely were the first time I met them and they still are, but... The point is there are a lot of challenges based on my experience and based on what we've seen with interracial relationships and introducing parents to the opposite race or another race other than their own. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to kind of break up this podcast into different episodes that things that Isaac and I have experienced in our relationship, and hopefully some of you guys can relate. And we are just going to tell our story from our perspective and not necessarily just tell our story, but kind of help you guys and tell you how we dealt with certain situations. And hopefully it can help some of you. So I just want to give a little bit of context, though, because And it's interesting because in the last podcast we had, I talked about past relationships and I want to just quickly give everybody a little bit of context on my past relationships and issues that I've dealt with. Is that okay, Miss Allison? Yes, that is more than okay. I call the babe Miss Allison sometimes just to kind of mess with her. But so in my past relationships, I came from a school that is extremely conservative i mentioned it in the last podcast if you watch the rated r movie you could get suspended and we're talking about southern baptist in the southern baptist bible belt a lot of people come from uh more race conscious backgrounds and sometimes people are racist just to call it what it is Mm -hmm. and so i grew up in an environment where you know like in my past relationships i had had issues being introduced to the to the parents of the girl that i was dating in two different scenarios The first one, um, I really liked the girl. She really liked me. And she told me, I'm sorry, I can't date you because you're black. I don't even know if I told you that. She was white, right? She was white. No, actually, you've never told me that before. This was, yeah, this was my freshman year. So this is kind of like, we were almost used to it as black kids. Freshman year in high school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We were almost used to it as black kids in our school. Because you almost knew when you started talking to a white girl that there was a huge potential that she was not going to be able to date a black guy which is ridiculous. Yeah. So that was the first instance. Second, second instance is, um, I dated somebody and I really didn't even meet their parents. Well, I met the mom. I didn't meet the dad for the first seven months of us being together. And how do you know that that was necessarily because of race? It was a very explicit, not explicit, but we had the conversation about it. I I don't know any other reason why there would be issues, especially because we had had the conversation. But wow. those are just two instances. So when I was entering the relationship with Allie, I was hyper sensitive to the idea of entering an interracial relationship. Mm-hmm. And I do want to talk about my experience. But before we talk about my experience, I do want to put a disclaimer that in no way, shape or form am I trying to step on anybody's toes. I am... forget that we're trying to step on all the toes. No, I mean... I'm joking. When I say that, I don't want to I don't want to come off as ignorant as some people are because I know that there are so many issues relating to race and I mean it bothers me not only because my boyfriend is black but because I believe that all pre, all people no matter their Talk race, their religion, no matter what, everybody should be treated as equals because 
we are. We are all equal. No race is greater than the other. And it bothers me that there are people out there who think that because somebody is black, that they don't have the same rights or that all of a sudden they're a criminal or I don't know. I just wanted to put a disclaimer that I am not trying to, I don't even know what to say. You're just definitely on the spectrum that is like I said, hypersensitive to the issues dealing with race and insensitive insensitivity to race. Mm-hmm. So I guess I, what I'm trying to say is I just want to put out an apology before I even say anything, that if I say anything that you take in a negative way, I apologize for that. And, and I'm not trying to step on anybody's toes. I mean, like if she lets the Unless you're ignorant and you believe ignorant. white <laughs> people are the greater race, then we might have a problem. Or black people. Yeah. I think the point is, if we want to get super philosophical and super, I was a political science major, one of the first rights that we have as a human are our right to be human. But we're done with that because okay, that's getting yeah. into some Anyways, more so I don't want to be <laughs> just sitting out here doing disclaimers the entire video. So with that being said, I want to jump into my experience with Isaac because Isaac is in fact the first different race that I've dated. So um, we are actually going to bring my mom on the podcast in a little bit, but I feel like I should give... Ooh, juicy, mm -hmm. juicy, juicy. Mm -hmm. But I just kind of want to give a quick background as to how I grew up because I feel like that might be a little bit important. So I grew up in Michigan, as I've talked about in the other podcasts, but I grew up in Michigan and my school was predominantly white. I think Boy. I might, so I graduated with a thousand kids yeah, and I think we details. had 10, 10 people who were labeled as black. Now so, they might be mixed or, but they were labeled as black. So I think maybe 10 kids, I did not count, but I, it was just not. I grew up in the suburbs of Michigan I'm and look up the demographics while you're talking. Oh, well, I don't really have anything else to say. Okay. Either way, Allie grew up in a predominantly white area, mm -hmm. which I kind of mentioned. Yep. So I, um, when I met Isaac in college, I was a sophomore in college. I had never dated anybody outside of the label white. So my past three or four boyfriends, serious boy, well, one of my boyfriends was Mexican, but he looked white. So I had never dated anybody that was darker than me and had braids. But he, I mean, that was kind of an introduction for you, though, to what it would be like to date somebody that was not white because he was very non-white. Like you said, he he lived in a home that spoke a lot of Spanish that was mm -hmm. very non-white. Yep. Yeah, he did. So here's my question, and this is kind of a side note. You're dating a black guy now, obviously, the beast, the braids, but... I mean, were you, just, were you just not attracted to black guys early on? Or like, where are we at with that? Whoa. Juicy, juicy, juicy. I just want the quick answer and we can move on. I mean, to be honest and to give the most real answer, because that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to give the real answer. So to be honest, I there just were never any black guys at my school that I was attracted to. And to be honest, like the first time I ever really like had like friends who were, I feel so weird saying the word black. I don't like it, but. I mean, would you like to use a more proper term of African-American? No, because that's a lot of words. Okay, <laughs> but <black>. anyways, <laughs> so I just, I just didn't have a lot of black friends because growing up in my city, there were just, there weren't a lot of. Not that many black people. Yeah. 
It's adorable because, listen, I love Allie more than anything. It is adorable that she's really trying to refrain from using the term black, which is a huge issue. Why is it a problem no. to use the term black? Yeah, but I just don't want to sound ignorant. That's I think that's ignorant. my main concern is I don't want to sound ignorant ever, and I don't want to step on anybody's toes. That's all I'm going to say for the rest of the podcast. I will just say what I'm saying. Okay. I'll say this. Black, but no. black is beautiful. Okay, but going back to it, I just had never dated anybody who was black because I never, like, there was just never really interaction with me ever, ever having a guy spit game to me who wasn't white. Spit game. See, this is, this <laughs> is, we're getting into the, uh, the lingo that I've taught Allie over the years. But Allie's sister, as a fun fact, did date black guys or guys that were at least non white. So you kind of had the comfortability with yeah. like what your parents would think if you dated a black guy. Yeah, of course. So even though I dated white guys until I dated you in college, my sister had really never dated a white guy. Um, her first boyfriend was Mexican. And then right after that, she went to college and she started dating black guys. And I don't like the, I don't like when people talk about white girls being attracted to black guys in a negative way, it's just like, if I'm attracted to guys with blonde hair, that's what I'm attracted to. So naturally my sister was just attracted to guys with darker skin. And I mean, people get so disrespectful with it. There's, I know I can already like reason, feel the comments coming. I can't wait. I welcome judgment. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing. I just feel like there's just such a bad stigma and we're going to move on around uh, like white girls dating black guys i agree which will be a whole nother podcast so we're moving on in our relationship and mm -hmm. when i say we're moving on in our relationship at this point of the podcast we haven't even met yet <laughs> but you meet this unbelievably beast braided black dude at mm -hmm. the time i wasn't braided yep so when i honestly when i first laid eyes on isaac we hadn't we hadn't even talked at this point but when i laid Bruh. Okay. Love it. When I laid eyes on Isaac, I was instantly attracted. And we've actually talked about later in our relationship how we kind of feel like it might have been like love at first sight or like attraction at first sight. Because when I saw him, I was like, wow, this guy is extremely cute. So when I when I first started talking to you, I never in my mind even thought like, oh, this black guy is talking to me. All I thought was like, this guy is super cute and he's super nice and I like him so much and I just want to like date him. Well, and I'd like to point out that we met. I mean, go listen to the last podcast because you'll learn more about how the we first met. podcast. The last and the first. Um, no, we did the prank. Oh, OK, that's true. The first podcast. So I, I'd like to point out that we did have an unreal conversation, too, which plays into attraction. So I, it was. Yes, you were like, wow, this dude is breathtaking which i love it and we had an unreal conversation which plays into it um but we meet i mean at what point i'll just start asking you some questions at what point did you realize okay like wait this dude is black like i've never even really messed with a black dude honestly i don't think that thought ever really came into my head surely i mean surely at some point in the first week of us talking you had a thought that was at least recognizing that I was black. Honestly, I think, I mean, I don't know how if, if this is going to sound weird, but when I read, like when I looked through your Instagram, I literally thought of you as tall, dark and handsome. And I thought it was like extremely attractive that you were black. So 
It's always interesting to me too, because a lot of people say that I talk white, right? Like that's I a, hate that. I hate it too. I could have a whole 50 minute podcast simply breaking down why that is so detrimental to the black community and frustrating but then we for would, me. But then we would not be able to talk about how you met my parents. So we should probably keep moving on. I know. But the point that I was trying to make is I wonder subconsciously how much that might have played into you not recognizing that I was black. Does that make sense? Like the fact that you might have met me and thought this guy talks a certain way. He is interracial. Does that uh, in a sense like make you forget about the fact that I am black and the, what you might have to deal with moving forward with that? Um, I'm going to say no, just because before you, while I never dated a black guy, I did like talk like I had a guy spit game to me and he was black. I love how you keep using spit game. What a beast. He was spitting game to me and we weren't necessarily dating, but we had gone on a date and we had hung out once or twice. Hold on. This is info. I didn't know. No, so this, this is, is good for the podcast. Okay. Anyway, we're getting off topic, but either way, I, I never really thought like, oh crap, he's black and I have to introduce him to my parents or he's black and I don't know how to tell my friends. I never had that interaction in my head. Like, oh crap. Right. Like, I, if anything, it was just like, this guy is so cute. He's so nice. Aww. And he drives a truck and I'm ready. We mentioned this in the first uh, podcast. We were both in weird phases where she wanted like this big, uh, just country dude who drove an F-250 with 300,000 miles on it. And I was in this flannel phase where I wanted a white girl with him. So it's kind of like <laughs> okay. the perfect we, time to meet. We are getting off topic. But anyways, okay, let's start answering questions about well, let's introducing move. you to my parents. So after we met, we went on a date. And then what, like two or three weeks later, we were hanging out. And then a month later was the first interaction where my mom was going to be coming, like, come in contact with Isaac. Yeah, I mean, I met her mom before we even started dating. Yeah, yeah you did. Wow, that's crazy. Just, that's Absurd. So Isaac had a bowl game, which for those of you who don't know, I mean, everybody knows what a bowl game is in football. So Isaac had a bowl game in Tennessee. And because my sister was dating her boyfriend who played for Notre Dame, me, my mom and my sister planned on going to Tennessee for this Music City Bowl. And I mean, Isaac and I started talking a month before. So if my mom was going to be at the Music City Bowl and Isaac was going to be at the Music Music City Bowl, it was I inevitable. Felt, yeah, I felt like they had to definitely meet. I think she came to the Music City Bowl intentionally, but we're not going to get off topic. Of course, I did. Why so, would I not come to the? Come on. So I'll say this: I when I met your mom, because I'm interracial, I had no thought of like I was not like oh. Uh, her mom is white. That's weird to me. And I had no issues introducing you to my mom, which I mentioned. But I will Isaac's say this. Isaac's mom is white. For those of you who don't know, his mom is white and his dad is black. I, me, when I meet my girlfriend, the parents, in my mind, though, I do, like, I think I asked you this. Do they know that I'm black? Because I, that is for me, based on my past experience, it's almost like traumatic experience where I'm like, do they know that I'm black? Is that okay? Fortunately, your mom, when I met your mom. Well, hold on. Before you say any of that, I do want to say that I don't remember ever telling my mom that you were black. There's no way, though, when she met me, that was the first time that she, she didn't meet me and go, oh, he's black. No, because I think, so just for clarification, we met at the beginning of December 
And December 30, like 29th or 30th was the day that my mom met my boyfriend. So there had been 30 days of me being at home with my parents. I feel like there, it had to come up in contact. I and mean, I actually social think- Social media, Facebook, surely Sally did a little independent well, research. And I think this is where we should bring out my mom and ask her some questions. Yeah, give her a call. Okay. So while, while she's doing that, we have her connected to the Bluetooth. I'm going to turn it down for a sec while she's doing that. But we're going to ask her some simple questions about, oh, you're FaceTiming. Yeah, might as well just FaceTime her. Does it? I don't know if the sound works on FaceTime. Does it? Hello. Hey. Hi. I'm so, not what's up, Sally? No, you're not on video, but you your audio sound. your audio is on. So, we are talking about interracial relationships and introducing your interracial significant other to your parents, and I honestly, I don't think I ever told you that Isaac was black, right? So no, why would you? No, but that's what I'm saying. I don't think I ever recall like pulling you aside and saying, Hey, like my boyfriend or the guy I'm talking to is black. But do you have like, what do you recall your first time seeing a picture of Isaac or was the first time you saw a picture of him? He was in person at the music city bowl. I saw him before that. You saw him when you guys were talking. Did you? Yeah. Before the music city bowl at a home game. Oh, well you, you met him before we, no, we weren't, we weren't, we weren't talking, but we were. Okay. So my mom, met you when you were still talking to your ex yeah oh that's true so that okay that makes more sense so when i told you i was dating isaac there was never a thought in your head like oh she's dating a black guy no well why would there be i mean i'm confused let's do this so sally we definitely know that you are you're the farthest person from racist we're the what we're trying to discuss is just simply like some of the like stigmas that might be around interracial relationships so yeah. you you do not fall in this category no, I so i yeah. guess what we're no, trying I understand. To, what are what are the initial thoughts as a parent like i guess a question for you would be is there a stigma for that you think is there when you tell people that your daughter dates a black guy a stigma i mean so and you my, can just speak my, very blatantly it doesn't okay. yeah my, my my first comment would be that um I think Allison will speak to this, but in, in our house, we never talked about the color of people's skin. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about the goodness of their heart, and that was the way it always was. So my kids never called me to tell me what nationality somebody was that we were dating because it, it really didn't matter because right. it just wasn't how we grew up. Um, but to your point, Isaac, when um, it certainly showed me um, who were people that – I chose to be friends with that I may have misjudged them. No doubt. And mm-hmm. uh, people that I was friends with that I didn't misjudge. So it definitely put, um, it, I mean, it definitely, in a different category. Right. So it showed you that? their true colors is when you're, sure. mm-hmm. so let's just Absolutely. say this then to just make a long story short, you definitely did not have an issue with it. And we didn't think you did when we were calling no. you. But you think there is no. definitely a no. stigma around it. Or at uh, least people have preconceived notions. We always told our kids that they should try to be better than us, live better than us, find partners that could help them strive to be better than us. So that that was just the basics. And Allie, I think you can speak to that the way it's always been. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. So nothing on the home front had 
there was nothing there for us. No. Um, you know, as long as good Christian human people go, you know, looking for a good living and, you know, an up, coming from a good upbringing, which obviously clearly Isaac, you do, um, love both your parents. So, uh, I don't, I don't know that there's a stigma, a stigma today, but I think there are people who think they are not racist that make racist comments no doubt. that don't understand that what they're saying is in fact, because I've had people say, Oh, well, you know, she's dating a guy from Notre Dame. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Well, so, we, we've touched on briefly so how we didn't go to Notre Dame, it wouldn't be any good. Well, right. yeah. So and we touched on, me. we touched on right. briefly how, because Isaac talks white or as people would say, like white, he talks no, white and he doesn't thing. talk black. <laughs> exactly. No, exactly. But people say that. And, and that makes, I mean, and people are like, oh, you're dating Isaac, but he's not like, he doesn't talk black. So you know, it's my just... favorite thing to say is, is if somebody is ever, and it's so like now, like, you know, you guys have been together forever. So that anyone that I would think that would be forever. like that isn't necessarily a very close friend with me. So, but it was funny because people would say, oh, is he African-American? I'd say, no, he's Italian. Uh, 50% Italian. Really though. Fun yeah. fact. And uh, Allie's 50% Polish and she's a quarter Irish and a quarter Scotch. And right. you're Although a quarter African American, or African American, right? I am actually like, according to ancestrydna.com, I am half African American. The reason I'm calling you is because I honestly don't remember ever bringing up the fact that Isaac was black or I don't remember ever telling you like he's black or ever being worried about it. I mean, never, never was I ever worried about telling you, but I just don't remember even telling because you in the you first place. Because you were brought up right, mm-hmm. which is, you know, I grew up half Methodist and half uh, Catholic. And my mom's favorite song was uh, um, Jesus loves all the little children of the world. They are yellow, black and white. They are precious in his sight. Mm-hmm. Jesus loves all the little children of the world. So, you know, if you don't feel that in your heart and you don't practice that and you don't teach your kids that, that it's really kind of hard to call yourself a Christian. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, um, on that note, thank you for answering the phone. Um, we're going to go and we're going to end this phone call, but I love you both. All right. All we right, love, love you. Love you. See you. All right. Bye. And occasionally I love Isaac more now. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. All right. Love you. Bye. I mean that's the 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 song is super deep. Mhm. But I mean so obviously we're fast forwarding to the end. My my mom never had a problem and I don't even recall when was the first time you met my dad. So I went to visit with Ronnie shout out Ronnie Stanley. Okay, so Ronnie is my sister's boyfriend and Who he is also is, black. He, well he's half black. He's like half Polynesian. We're, again, we're either we're, way. We're labeling we're him. We're basing as, it off yeah. perception. Mm-hmm. He's black off perception. But I, I visited your house with him. We went to Dave and Buster's. Did a, a bunch of fun things. Um, but that's when I met your dad for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I will say this: based on again my past experience, I was very nervous to meet your dad. And it was comforting knowing that he had already met. We, I remember having a conversation about it because I, I was like, oh, it's not going to be a big deal that I'm black. Literally, Ronnie's already black. Really. Like he's already black. Like, boy, he's already been black. <laughs> like and Ronnie's been back black for a while, but no, but that's it's just I I've been so trained to have to deal with that. 
I don't, I won't necessarily say everybody in the South is like that because I don't want to label everybody and put people into groups that they don't necessarily belong. But I will say like up in Michigan, I feel like it wasn't as prevalent because I mean, coming from the city of Detroit, I feel like it's, well, I mean the North in general, I feel like is. It still exists, I think in Detroit and the Midwest, but honestly, I think it exists everywhere. And even though people aren't open and you know making racist comments every day i believe that if the scenario was right you would see people's true colors like if your best friend started dating somebody black or it i think i i will say it exists everywhere south north east west it's everywhere but i mean at the end of the day i think your mom said it best i'm super thankful now that i've been in a situation where it's not even an issue I mean, because it becomes more of an issue. And this is a, a piece of advice that people can take. Think about this early on, because one day if Allie and I get married, which I'd love to marry Allie one of these days, we get married, we have kids. Like it is absolutely crucial that everybody is on the same page and there are no issues with race and the nonsense because you don't want to raise kids that way. Mm-hmm. If you are in a relationship and this is I'm not a guru, I'm giving you my personal advice. If you're in a relationship where it's an issue have the hard conversations as early as possible because it just continues to fester and you don't want to have issues later on. Absolutely. But what I will say is that even if your parents disapprove, let's say my parents weren't the way they are. Let's say my parents disapproved. That doesn't necessarily mean that you can't have a good relationship and you can't raise kids in that scenario. We're just saying have that conversation early on and know like where everybody stands. No doubt. I mean, you pick and choose your battles, though. I mean, I'm big. I have like a couple standards when it comes to relationships. Will they be a good mom? Will they be a good wife? Like those are my two big, big standards. All that stuff is made more difficult if you have issues with race, like Mm -hmm. previous racial issues. Um, But I don't know. I mean, my thing is, again, that's my advice to anybody. Have those conversations. I think it's super, super important, Mm -hmm. even in 2019. Yeah, I mean, in 2019, it's crazy that I'm st- I'm experiencing, you know, comments going on my YouTube channel of, oh my God, you're dating a blank word, or you're a, somebody called me a name, and it was basically like, either you date a black guy because you're ugly and white and big, or you date a black guy because he's rich, and I just thought that was- Bruh crazy i'm like it is excuse me so now i have to have an excuse to date the guy i'm dating yeah and and we'll talk about this real quick and then we'll close it out because we kind of talked about keeping it around a certain amount of time but even like your mom brought it up the whole yeah he's black but he he kind of acts white or he doesn't talk like a lot of black people or he went to notre dame that stuff doesn't matter Mm -mm. and it's so frustrating because One, if people say that it's almost more racist because you're assuming that every black person is supposed to talk a certain way or that black Mm. people can't go to schools like Notre Dame. Again, I said it jokingly kind of earlier, but I'm dead serious. Black is beautiful. Like the fact that people try to differentiate between different types of black people is ridiculous. I am black and I date a beautiful white woman and we have a wonderful interracial relationship and we will have beautiful, beautiful, beautiful mixed babies. I can't wait to babies. see our little mixed babies. Little little chunky buggies. They're going to be beautiful. Okay. But I will say Isaac came from, I mean, Isaac's 
life is interracial. Your mom is white and your dad is black. So you grew up, you know, knowing interracial relationships. Through and through. Yep. So, I mean, we can definitely talk about that in the future because I think Isaac's mom had an interesting super interesting story yeah i think she has a really interesting story and she'll be out here in california soon enough so we'll try and get her on the podcast yeah i mean i'm so thankful for the situation that we have now the open-mindedness the conversations we have the the fact that we can get in front of a camera and talk about this i hope you guys definitely enjoy what we're talking about because it does take a vulnerability and it takes a i would say like an amount of courage to come alley and talk about these things Mm -hmm. well and i will say if any of you who are listening to this podcast are dealing with some problems you know dealing with dating somebody not your same race i mean that doesn't matter if it's black asian mexican if you guys are having problems feel free to comment on the youtube video or directly message us on instagram and if there's enough questions we can even make a whole podcast about it and talk about, you know, how we might encounter or how we, how we might deal with those situations. Because We're, I know that I feel like it's just so prevalent these days for there to be a mixed relationship and for parents to not approve it. And I mean, it's so sad that it's prevalent, but I feel like it's, it's real today because I feel like a younger generation, the younger generation is more open to loving who you want to love, whether that be a woman or a black person or Asian, or I feel like the younger generation is just more exposed to it, whether it be on social media or TV. So we're a little bit more open, whereas in the older generation might not. So I feel like introducing your interracial significant other is, I mean, it's real. No doubt. No doubt. Nice. <laughs> I'm just nice. like, no doubt, no doubt. Nice. No, but I really do appreciate you guys, and I appreciate Allie, because she's a beast. These podcasts are beasts. We're having fun with them. Mm -hmm. So I'll close it out. Yeah, I mean, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it, too. Continue to watch Babe and the Braids. I am the Braids. She's the Babe, which we all know. But seriously, uh, I guess it's download the podcast on iTunes, listen to us on Spotify, find us on anything you want to, including youtube mm -hmm. and we are we'll on back. everything possible so find us there you can't miss us all right until the next time babe in the braids